three, two, one, go. This Thanksgiving marks the 40th anniversary of your mother appearing in the Macy's Day Parade. She was actually on a float with a very popular band of the 70s. They were a costume band. They have a very popular song that's still popular to this day. But she also was in charge with two other people of making sure, and this shows you the technology back in the day, that the cassette tape <laughs> was playing the song and it didn't run out because they, they were obviously singing live at the time. They were on a, a loop and the song kept playing on a loop for the whole length of the parade that they were on. Does anybody have an idea of, of the band? I heard it this morning. Oh, you heard it this morning. I have to accuse myself because I know this story. Oh, you know the story too? Heard it years ago. Oh, really? I've been around longer than these. Didn't, He's getting that old. Didn't know. Didn't know. Uh, you have an idea of... of uh, I don't know. They were a costume band, 70s. A costume, costume band. band. <laughs> yeah, but not Kiss. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, then you just... <laughs> the, the That's very, the costume let's band put this there way. is. The song is still popular. It's played in clubs still to this day. Club. It's a clubs. disco band. It's a disco disco song. Popular amongst 8th graders. And Very popular. A four... Kids like to grind to Could it, I do I this? A, a four-letter uh, song. A four-letter... I I don't know. Melissa, you have an, an idea? It's fun to stay at the... Uh, YMCA. Your yeah. mother was on the Village People uh, wait, there float. Was four people. I thought there was five people. No, were there five? I said four, four letters. Oh, four letters. Oh, I thought the band is made up of... No. Was, yeah, I did too. The it was like, wait, what? They had the police captain, the Indian chief. Well, the Native American chief. Yes, Native American chief. Sorry. The cultural The construction worker. The construction worker. Or do we see there Good, good, honest union job tradesman. Very nice. Then, like, the military guy. He was either Navy or Army, depending he on... He was, I believe... Right, Because right, he sometimes right. wore the Navy uniform. But he was in that... Uh, I don't think he'd be so Now, when did she out. tell you that story? Because that's the... I, I, Forever ago. Really? I, I mean, like, years and years ago. 1978, so it's the 40th anniversary. Oh my God. <laughs> and she said it was almost as cold as it was today there. That well, thank like, God she didn't have to do the... Where they kind of sway... dance or out, whatever. Outside. But yeah, she was on the, the float and also in charge of the music at that time with two other people. By the way, she was on the when float. She told or me she a story. Was the float. Well, she was a little bit of both. When she told me a story. She said she had a cute macho man. It was macho, macho. She oh, it was to, macho. Okay, that's she what she told, told me. Why MC? Because she couldn't remember the other songs. So there were two mm. that she had to cue. The well, macho man in the Navy. YMCA, macho man. The three songs that are by them. But that's uh, so that I mean you know she's part of history. I wouldn't call them mystery. <laughs> I, would, I would, yes, she's part absolutely. They're definitely absolutely. part of history. Not a proud one. Not a proud one. But Not still, a proud I mean, one. technically, we're all a part of history in some ways. Technically. Yeah, but she's a big part of history. She's because she, she might even be on TV. <laughs> oh, the hugest. We could the say. only history that matters. Being on TV at the one of the I longest guess. running parades. 92 is glorious that, years. Is that all we're doing today? We're just gonna We're cut done. it right there. Right. We're done. It's Thanksgiving. We want to be thankful for for that story. I think we should be because we just started <laughs> off with I that. Think, I think I'm, I'm thankful, thankful for that. Gem. That that's a gem. That's something you can tell your grandkids too later on. I that's, wish we had the it. I wish we had the YMCA cassette as a relic. We from that. could that have, you know amazing. autographed by the village people themselves. What we could do is maybe go on YouTube and see <laughs> if we really want to investigate this. Your mother in a orange jumpsuit, basically. That was when orange was a new black, because that's what you had to wear. It was a costume. 
So you had your clothes. You was the correctional facility busy? <laughs> yeah, right. It was, but that yeah, was, was the day mother escaped from a jail. She remembers. Uh, <laughs> she was actually escaping, she was actually in escaped a from an institution. institution. That's well, I mean, true. I remember when the uh, when the Olympics were going on. We sent Zach on location in uh, South Korea. So maybe we can see if we can get him to go back to the uh, Macy's Day Parade and see maybe if they have you any archives. Very brave is we can see, if, we can send them to see if there's you, any archives. were hot on the peninsula. Yeah, you are. Right research the DMZ I just I, I stared across the DMZ <laughs> well all the progress we've made I think is as did you say tear yeah, down all that progress tear down this wall was that what you were screaming I said at? tear down this nuclear the Trump summit would not have happened had Zach not made the first Zach summit. you know what a lot of I stuff made we a do a whole bunch of coins well, too he got called off originally Zach had to you know get them back and then on he the went terms it was me and Dennis Rodman on that delegation a lot of stuff we had to do two men Dennis Rodman and Zach behind the scenes. Two great rebounders, by the way. Zach was always really good. Long <laughs> so, arms. He was a great rebounder. With fantastic the ball. rebounder in khakis, right? See, yeah, I'm thankful that Zach did a good job. Of See, this year we're thankful. We could have been in. I guess it's kind of a theme here. It's just, we're thankful we're, for Zach for that. We're thankful that I Melissa... Mean, I, never said I, that. Take, I take all the credit. We're, we're thankful Melissa the, didn't go. There would be a war right now. All the credit uh, Zach gets for North Korea building more nuclear yeah. facilities. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. yep. Exactly. But he did a good job. Wonderful. He we appreciate that. Good. Now, there's this other thing that I saw, because I'm really smart, and I watch PBS a lot. <laughs> oh. oh. And it was I didn't a, know PBS wow. was the uh, center for yeah, It makes me appear that I'm smart. But I watched this documentary called The Wrecking Crew, and they were about studio musicians in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s. And they played on everybody's songs. And they were... Um, they played from, like, Frank Sinatra... To uh, Migos, well, yeah, the Migos. Uh, well, the, I mean, God, it was it was there. It was like all the Capitol sessions. Every 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 recording star in the like sixties and seventies. But these guys were like making six figures, like one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars, just playing. And they and Frank Sinatra wouldn't like play unless he got certain guys to be on his album. That's how like they would hold up recording songs until they can get these guys to come into play and women too yep they were amazing there's a bass there's a there bass. Was a bass this woman was a bass guitar player and she sunny and share i mean you guys don't really know this but like but it, it's just so interesting that like, glenn campbell came glenn out. campbell was a studio <laughs> musician and he was playing on um what was the song um not these boots are made for walking, but he did play on that too. But what was the one Walk that? Walk and talk at Yes, <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. You know, it's, it's, it's been a while. See, I don't. I don't. He's saying that. something stupid like "I love you." Oh yes, yeah. He's the, the Spanish guitar so. player on that. Right? He would. Glenn Campbell was going to play the lead on that, and Sinatra keeps hearing it and going, "That's not what I want. It's not what I want." So this other studio session musician sitting next to him and goes, "I played that riff before." He goes, "Well, Glenn Campbell goes, let's switch seats. We don't want to upset." Frank Sinatra. This guy plays it. He goes, that's what I want. You hear Sinatra like in the live recordings going, that's what I want. But the crazy thing that I found out, which was really nuts, when they toured, Frank Sinatra only paid his band members 750 bucks a week. But Nancy Sinatra, when she toured, Paid him twenty five hundred bucks a week. Ooh, Frank Sinatra. I'd rather go with Nancy. I don't know if he was an uh, asshole. I wouldn't say he was an asshole. I wouldn't say seven hundred fifty a week. Come on, the evidence bears out by that Frank Sinatra is an asshole. But the fact that he uh, 
you know, but it was exactly also the thrill of it's it's, not, it's also the thrill Frank of playing with Sinatra. Frank Sinatra was not a bad guy. I'll fight you on that one. We won't hear it. We won't hear it. I won't hear that. And the capital years. I'll still listen to his music. He's an asshole. I've always been more of a Dean Martin guy myself. Another asshole. Wow. You know why? He was a little upset. Zach, I'm sorry. The Rat Pack, they weren't good guys. I was going to say, well, he was cold last night. He's taking it out on me. He's taking it out on me. He's taking it out on all of us. Us. He's I mean, um, Stephen did totally. I don't remember that. Ben Affleck's also an asshole. Stop you from liking him. I don't. I don't remember that part of the documentary, but I do. <laughs> did you? Yeah, it was like. Well, they why silly paying these guys seven fifty? Well, because it was seven fifty in nineteen. Because he could get away with it. Don't forget, it was that. And and plus, she didn't. Need, she needed more she help. Basically, what she's trying to say to make her sound better because singing live, hearing Nancy Sinatra as opposed to hearing also, Frank Sinatra sing. Think for a resume back then saying, oh yeah, I just played with Frank Sinatra. I just played Sinatra. with Frank Sinatra, Sinatra get on tour. A gig I mean, anyway. Sinatra was like the king at that point. And anybody would die to be on his sessions or whatever. But the, the, the gist of it was, though, these guys for like 20-something years were like the kings. They, everything, start, which I didn't know, started in New York, the recordings. Every, all the studios were here. Then they started to flood out to California, and all these men and women, these great musicians, all flocked out to California. But the thing why they were called the Wrecking Crew, too, is before that, all these studio guys and women would be in dresses and shirt and ties and jackets to play. And these guys came in, and these women came in in jeans. It was like totally different. Except from, when you played with Sinatra, where you had to have your, you could have your tie slacked. And right, you had your tie sleeved. slacked. But the main, yeah. the, the, one of the things was, though, that was the, the really cool thing about, like, the doc I thought, which was a great documentary, but that's well, I'm not down with people not dressing right, but it's a great documentary. It, it really a was. documentary that came out in the 90s. Tom Hanks actually directed it called That Thing You Do about the wonders. I love that. That's a great that movie. A great I love that movie. That movie's great. great. Rise yeah. and fall yeah. to the wonders. It's did he do a Boston meters. accent in it, though? He, did. <laughs> he, did. he does he not did. do he a Boston did. accent. Anybody, did anybody see the movie, speaking <laughs> of Tom Hanks, this is another thing that bothers me. The Post... About the, the post, yeah. Who does he play in the post? Bob Woodward? No, yeah. he's playing Ben Bradley. The, he's playing Ben Bradley, the ben, editor, editor of the Washington okay. Post. But the thing about Ben Bradley was, A, he had a really raspy voice, and he smoked like constantly. He was a chain smoker. Mm-hmm. As they all were. The thing about Tom Hanks That's in this chain movie... chain smokers were named after. Exactly, Ben mm-hmm. Bradley. Smoking used to be great for your health. They, yeah. he, he tries to get the raspy voice part of the time, and then he's Tom Hanks' voice, and when he's smoking a, and when he's smoking a cigarette, like he one drag and puts Ben Bradley smoked it down on the. No, I only know this because when I watched like because people used to smoke on TV, yeah, right? <laughs> and he so when like, reporting the news, I, I don't. They gave their newborn. Babies I know I come hard on uh, there on, on Tom Hanks a lot, but if you're gonna do the if you're gonna do the role, either use your voice. Or try to stay in character with the guy's voice because he's sometimes he's talking like with this bad like he smoked fifty cigarettes and then he's like, and then we have to do this and you know he was did like he get nominated for an Oscar for this no he, he did, did not he did, did Meryl Streep's in it also no did I don't believe nominated? she got nominated no for way. either one They're both That's in the movie shocking. and neither were and Steven Spielberg I think directed well they kind of they kind of yeah they kind of rushed them but they did it quickly because right. of 
Yeah. And it was about the Pentagon Papers showing how the war was, you know, was... I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I don't know why on Thanksgiving we have to attack one of the greatest things about America, Tom. <laughs> we, well, yeah. we, I think we've... Frank Sinatra. I, we would pretty much attack Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, you attack him all Sinatra. my things they, I love. Yeah, well, Zach, they, they could be bad idols. guys. You can still like what they do. Hey, listen. Tom Frank, Hanks is probably a good guy. Frank Sinatra Frank wrote Sinatra. America to me. Frank Sinatra, come on. Probably not the greatest guy ever to live. Let's, we can... Well, he was good. He was bad, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. If Tom Hanks is the ass, I'm telling you, the world is going... I will tell you this about Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra helped Joe Lewis out. The great boxer in the 40s and 50s because Joe Lewis, <clears throat> during the war, sold more war bonds and did more exhibitions. He did about 80 exhibitions for free for the United States government to get people to buy war bonds. Mm. But he was late on his taxes and they crucified this man up and down. And Sinatra paid all his debt and got him jobs because this is what, and that's my father always said that. Sinatra, because his favorite boxer was, well, he had two, Joe Lewis and Rocky Marciano. But he said what the United States government did to, to Joe Lewis was a crime because he would be, now this is a boxer in his and prime of his And he served Joe Lewis. And he served so, foreign position. what they did was they nailed him on, because he was laid on his taxes. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a guy who 80, you know, uh, bouts that he, all over the world, basically, to get people to invest in bonds for the, the, the war effort. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you didn't pay your taxes. Did You're late on your taxes. Was he the one who fought Max Schmeling? He fought Max Schmeling twice. He beat him. Schmeling beat him the first time. Then he knocked him out at Yankee Stadium. In the, and my father said he was at that fight. And he mm-hmm. had the ticket for that fight. And I never found that ticket. I, that would be something to have. Because he knocked out Schmeling in the first round. And that was, you know, beating a, an African-American man beating the German... Nazi. He was used as a propaganda. He was. America. He was. That was right. also Jesse Owens in '36 in the Great Olympics that he had, and and, and well, Hitler. Forget the '36. I'm telling hey, you, it was it was a big was Olympics. There, it's a big Olympics. It, it was a it big Olympics. Important Olympics. '36 was where Berlin. Berlin. It was in Berlin. It was in yeah. Berlin, and Whoa. when an African American beating the Aryan races in a in, in a uh, you know in a hundred yard dash and whatever. Uh, right, maybe Frank Sinatra's not a bad guy. You he's you know what he is. I, I, I got checkmate. He has his moments. You know what it is? He has a, uh, a a very happy Frank Sinatra, and then there's a very. You have to also look at the times Frank. people were born. In, oh, I'm just there's know? not good people and bad. We're all shades of gray. Except Mikey, he's all bad. Yeah. Mikey, <laughs> Mikey was bad to the Sinatra was certainly gray. <laughs> he Everybody was, he has perfect. Everybody in Sinatra. But we're not here to really gray. bash. His oh, son's no. great. Ronan Farrow. Ro- Ro- oh, yeah, Ro- I love Ronan Farrow. I love Ronan Farrow. Gotta love Ronan Farrow. Ronan Farrow's an amazing. Does great work. Well, I'm thankful for Ronan Farrow. <laughs> That's his father's bone structure. This year. He wrote a great book this year, which I read. Humble and Frank Sinatra. And he's funny as hell. He's funny. He is. Handsome. Great blue eyes. He's, he has liked, he has liked Facebook posts of mine. Has he really? Yes. <laughs> guys, guys, Ronan Farrell is aware of It would be nice if you knew Farrell. 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 I'm sorry. Farrell. I got, I'm a little, I got a little Farrell, throat the Irishman. I couldn't If even, you could get him to listen to our podcast or appear on it. I couldn't even I'll pick work this on that. Guy. We'll Mike take you, Rowan. He's I, liked your Facebook post. I couldn't yeah. take. I couldn't pick this guy out of a police lineup. But Who, happy, yeah, but just imagine happy, blonde like, Frank Sinatra. Gorgeous bone structure. Okay. Was really good yeah, Mike. Just picture exact just great a bone gorgeous. Structure. Yeah, and you know, all blue eyes. Frank Sinatra for those blue blue eyes. 
Blue eye, gorgeous. Really what good. you're picturing is, is yeah. Yeah. If I died and went to heaven, he would so, be the angel to take what me. What do you want? Wait, oh, can, yeah. we, can we go around? Wait, hold oh, on. Can we wait in this for a second? Melissa, let's pause. First of all, her saying I, she's going to heaven is... I mean, it's not <laughs> happening. Well, that's very But if I died and I saw well, him, I'd a, think, hey, maybe I made it. Let's the presence is true. That's a huge I want stretch. To paint the, I want to marinate in this for one second okay. on Thanksgiving. Melissa... So, Melissa, just repeat what you just said to the audience here. I'll repeat it over and over. If I die and by some chance find myself in heaven and Rowan Farrow's there, I made it. Wow. He's there to take me in. You want him to greet you. I'm done. He'd be your your celebrity greeter. Exactly. (laughs) He would be. Who was your celebrity greet at the Pearly Gates? My celebrity greeter at the Pearly Gates? Um, You know what? Mr. Rogers, maybe just saying like... Hey, I did it. That's an interesting. Yeah, you know, like you know, well, you're very much like Mr. Rogers. He seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> he like, he's clearly up there. I was really not prepared for this question. Well, I don't really. We don't want it. It's off the cuff. Well, this is creating great content. Uh, it's off the cuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rowe I didn't Farrow, mean to take again. control of the show, Dad. I'm See, sorry. I love it. It's really James lifting in it. I love it. That's I'm sorry. Sometimes when Melissa Bernard Pivo. First of all, I like great guy. It's a great question. Got a good job. He's got a good job. Smart guy. I like I don't think it happened. To I think our personalities. Yeah, but you know what? Together well. It's, it's everything Glenn has. does. It. <laughs> oh, no, right? We're oh, killing Glenn no. a little bit on this too. Oh, man. No. That's why. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I guess if I have hey, somebody. Hey, if I die and go to heaven, I don't know who Glenn is. I just, yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Wow. <laughs> Dark. All right. Yeah, really. I'll edit I'm, that out. You know, yeah. well, I, I mean, I guess I'll have to say, if somebody's meeting me at the pearly gates, I want to be Heath Ledger, so I know that heaven's, <laughs> heaven's real. Because if, if I meet Heath Ledger there, then I'll at least know that I'm not having some fever dream. I'm really, <laughs> so I really made a, it to a heaven. celebrity that's going to meet great. you Heath at Ledger's the pearly gates. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Well, okay. I hope mom, mom will probably go at the same time. That'll be like that's the only way work. Paris went like within like a day of each other or something. All right, uh, celebrity's gonna meet me at the pearly gates. Man, there's so many that I would love to, yeah, that was bring tough. you know. I, I mean, I thought was am I gonna go sports? You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say, what's well, the creative great content? You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, all right. Let's just say you won the championship. Welcome, to that yeah. just, just don't, don't, don't arrive five minutes here's early, the or, okay. right? Right, or Newt Rockney, one of those two. I haven't decided. My Notre Dame man. Newt Gingrich. <laughs> 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 so your dad could punch him in the dick. He'll probably out. You won't. You watch the content. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, watch the content. Wow, wow, I, know, I, know. I retract wow. that statement. Newt wow. Gingrich wouldn't make it. Newt Gingrich wouldn't make it. Wouldn't make it. I apologize. That's a good. Now who? And you would be? I'm gonna cheat. I gotta go with three. Migos. Raindrop dropped on Stephen's dating this well, podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what's with the Migos today. First it's like two chains. He didn't. Me, I don't know. He was why. cold last night, like I told yeah, you. I, I, I didn't like have an extra Migos. blanket. That's so. how I know I'm in heaven. The I can see those the 2018's rapping That would be purgatory <laughs> if you made it there. You know that I'm dealing with these guys. The I rest like of Migos. You watch your I song. like it also, too. You had to pick. Migos is three people. Well, <laughs> exactly. Not, I get the three, three Amigos? The not and I wish. I get three for the price I would take. I would take the is cast of the three. Okay, actually, you know what? Fine. If I can only have one, 
Stephen A. Smith. And I'm sitting across him <laughs> at the sense. debate desk. Oh, you're at the debate desk Fine. with him. I gotcha. And I'll I say, gotcha. Stephen A. You have to prove to Stephen A. why you deserve and to get that. The debate heaven. goes on for eternity. Uh, no, oh, right. I would just listen and to him. You'd you, have to. You have to prove why you have to get into heaven, but all he'd bring up is that the Dallas Cowboys haven't won a playoff game in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's all he brings hold up on. all the time. Stephen A. and Michael Irvin. That arguing oh, about the Cowboys. Yes. That's heaven. That would be. No, that video. battle for Armageddon right that, there. That, that's that, it. That's 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 it's in Dallas. Heaven is actually Dallas, and we're in front of a bunch of Dallas Ooh, Cowboys that would be fans. tough. That's yeah. terrible. Stephen A. Smith. If heaven is Dallas, that's I don't know. If heaven is Dallas, I'm going back. You don't know how I feel about the Cowboys. There's no way I could... Well, no, but Stephen A. Smith was... Did you not see this? Stephen A. Smith taking on Michael Irvin in Dallas before the Monday Night Football game. Stephen A. was taking all the incoming from all the Dallas... Fans. Oh, I missed that. Oh, wow. Well, they call it, it the Rumble in Oil Town. <laughs> the Rumble in Oil Town. That's, well, it's, it was an interesting question. What well, celebrity no, would want credit. That you really do. That was a good one. I, yeah. That he, I, I, yeah. is a content creator she and a social a, media influencer. She's an influencer. <laughs> That's why the fans love me, babe. That's why yeah. it, we couldn't That's do this. That's why we get the three podcast listeners. <laughs> we couldn't do you got to stop ripping this podcast we have at least five. Yeah, at least five. <laughs> we, we're on Stitcher. I'm sorry, okay. I can't. We're count. rolling with this. This is you know once this ta- once this hits, then people that didn't listen are going to say, "Where what was, was I doing? Did I miss the boat on life? this one?" This is the serial of 2018. <laughs> now to get it to to just to get off the entertainment part just a little bit, Notre Dame is one game away from going to the college football playoff. They are 11-0. and 0. If we want to talk thankful, that's something to be thankful for. That is so something far. to be thankful for. They play their big rival, USC, this week. In Southern California. In Southern California, in the Coliseum. And I'm sure Will Farrell will be on the sidelines rooting for USC because he went to USC. I like Will Farrell. And we love Will Farrell. We really do. We love his movies, but we just want to see them crush. I just want them to make the playoffs, Notre Dame, is basically what I want. I know Alabama is... Ranked number one, Clemson is number two, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame right now three, at three, though. and Michigan at right now at, at this air date is four. Isn't Army undefeated as well? Army is undefeated. I think they've lost. The, I think they've lost. They're they also judge it by your like your schedule though too, right? Well, that's part of the. Okay. That's part of it, but. But, but if you're undefeated, can, never lost. Can we just have a, like a little side note here? How is Michigan in the top four if they have a loss to Notre Dame? By well, the there's way, there's only three teams that are undefeated. There's only three teams that are undefeated. Oh, really? I yeah, thought there was, the top that are that. I mean, that have played a what they consider a, a tough and, and well, there's only not that, three not that Army teams. Not that Army anything. hasn't played it, but see, Army yeah, will play like Lafayette, and then they'll play Air Force, and we're Notre the Dame. Salvation Army Academy. What they consider UCF hasn't lost a game more in like three seasons. They have not in two seasons. But you know what the thing is? And I have nothing against I, I don't uh, have anything against them. But their schedule, they could not hold up if they played in a league or a non-conference like shot, Notre Dame though. does. Come on, give them a shot. Yeah, but then who would you take out, though? Because, you know, let's put Michigan. it Let's put UCF it this way. UCF is under... They haven't lost a game in two years. No, I got you. Who's UCF? UCF? University, University of Central, Central Florida. Florida. <laughs> now, I agree with that in this sense. But here's the thing. Like, you're a big... Like, would you like to see it go to eight teams then? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, now here's my argument, my counter argument to that. Uh oh. Now here's why. Now you're a big. Wait, wait everyone. Sh- point you're a big. Quiet. You're a big uh, a proponent of the players, right? You're all for absolutely. the college. Okay. So now you play a 12 game schedule in college, right? You're 12 and 0. Yeah. All right. So now 
you have to play a conference. If you're in a conference, oh, know, yeah. so now you're playing one more game. That's 13, right? Oh, he's writing it down. So Everyone. now there's eight, there's eight teams in this college football playoff, right? So which means you have to play an additional, at least if you get all the way there, three more games to get yeah. to the championship. That's a full NFL schedule they're playing, wow. 16 games. No, you're right. Do you think it's fair? No, you're right. That it's these not. guys, because I and I, I agree with you, but at that point, taking your logic, do you think then if they make it to that playoff, that those players then should get paid game by game if they make it to that eight? Probably right. There should right. be an incentive. For right? Them. Would you yeah. think because you're mm. because you're risking now playing in a game like. Joey, look, Joey Bosa's brother, right? Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa left Ohio State because you know he was hurt, and he said, I'm, I'm, "I could come back in January, maybe playing bowl games, but you know what? I'm not going to play anymore because I don't want to risk my my stock." Le'Veon Bell, Steelers held mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and then we just saw yeah. poor Alex Smith get his leg broken, yeah, mm-hmm. horribly too, horribly breaking this tib fib the other day. So his what? The tib fib. Oh, his the tib, tib, the, tib fib. Yeah, he broke the lower part of the leg. And he's done, he's done. But at least his, the good thing for him is his contract's guaranteed. Exactly. So he gets his money regardless, which yeah. I think all NFL contracts should be guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. So the, no, your, your point is well taken. I just personally, I think the playoff system was designed to give a team like UCF a chance to right. play. Like if you, they've won now two years in a row. They have lost the game. What more do they have to do for an out? Like we've given we're. Boise State would bust the BCS or TCU when, before they joined the Big 12 right. or Utah when they were able to work their way Absolutely. into the BCS. I thought the playoff system was designed to give one of those teams a chance. But you know it. what it's all about. It's money. It's about the money, baby. Of course. Now, they're worried, the networks are worried that <clears throat> if it's Alabama again, are people even going to watch it? Because right. we've seen Alabama-Clemson, if they both make it, three, it'll be three years in a row, right? They, they beat Alabama, they lost to Alabama, and now they'd be playing again the third time, which I think Notre Dame will beat Clemson and, you know, be in the finals anyway. That's what I'm hoping for. Ian, you, let me just give UCF a defense here real quick. Absolutely. UCF last year beat Auburn. Uh, yes. Who beat uh, Alabama. Right. Who who beat Georgia. The two teams that right. were in the AC, they beat both of right. those guys last year. Well, how about you can look at Penn State that beat Ohio State and they got shut out and they're a Power 5 team and they picked Ohio State over Penn State even though Penn State beat Ohio State during the year. It's money and that's what sports is and that's what everything is. It's ratings, it's sports, and that's, you know, the only way they're going to do it. UCF would attract nobody, but Michigan, Alabama would be, Mm -hmm. you would be, and a college football fan, like I'd watch it, obviously, because I love college football, but... Michigan, if you put Alabama-Michigan over Alabama-UCF, mm. who, who's going to watch that game? At least Michigan is a different team in there. Notre Dame would be different in there and adding teams to it. I know you guys, I want to throw it. I mean, you don't care about college football. I, I don't, I, you know, it's not like you're going to, I mean, you guys only love Notre Dame because I, you know, yeah. I love Notre Dame or, you know, but there's a lot of people who watch pro football who could care less about. I know Melissa, you're a big Notre Dame fan. She's yeah, me. The, I go hard for Notre Dame. She's the the Irish Huge. through and through. But that to me, that's the team that I'll always root for, and I love them. But for you guys, college football means Squatino, basically, right? You don't really, you're not going to put on Ohio State's playing Michigan huge rivalry this Saturday at twelve. 
I don't think anybody. Oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna get up early and watch game day and get psyched for that game. Well, that's why there's Tebow. My only thing is, I know a lot of players and coaches are calling for an expansion of the uh, the thing. A lot of coaches I saw are saying that if every other conference for every other sport, basically, they're like, if softball, if everyone can figure it out, why can't we figure out an eight-team playoff? And if the, if the people who are doing it, the players and coaches, want more games, I would say then, and it also makes sense for people like UCF, you know, to get in if you make it bigger. Because what's the point of playoffs then? You're, it's just they're just to me. Like glorified bowl games, if it's just a four-team playoff, it's nothing. It's just the same as every other year. You shouldn't have even done it at this point because it's just going to be the top four teams, which you would have watched the top four Let's teams. Expand it to sixty-four. A, Let's can you imagine? Yeah. My, but my trust me, if they could do it, they, they would, would do it. Do it. I, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't care at all about college sports. Um, I, I like game day because it reminds me of the fall when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like, oh, game day's on. Dad's watching game day. Game and then, day, three what hours. crazy hat is Lee Corso going to wear? <laughs> right. right. Uh, but, I, I have no idea. I, you could, we could take an entire episode and explain to me, like, what the Big 12 is, but, like, how these teams, like, there's, there seems to be no clear... Doesn't even way matter. these doesn't there's the no like 12. final game yeah where like there's, there's like no the Super national Bowl championship which is well like there is a, with the playoffs it's try, it's like the Super that's Bowl so those four teams like so one plays four two plays three the winner of those two games then goes to the college football championship game that's which like isn't the Rose Bowl or is no it? the Rose Bowl is a separate thing separate, a separate thing Six from Bowl. that it's a New Year's Six See, that's Bowl. another thing so if you win the Pac-12. Okay. Which is the West against the winner of the Midwest, which is the the Big Ten, which has twelve teams in it, by the way, yeah, right? Exactly. Which is crazy in itself, but they don't want to change the Big Ten. So traditionally, every isn't it year, more than 10 teams, or isn't it more than twelve teams? Yeah, I'm just saying the Big Twelve is more. Yeah, there like may that. be more. I'm, I, I have and to look at that. Doesn't the Pac Ten have like nine teams? What's the Pac Twelve? No, no, the I mean, no, but the Big Ten don't they have nine teams? Like I know that no, that numbers that matter. The, that was the Big Twelve that, that oh, has they, less than what the Big they Twelve has ten teams. Had ten teams. It's crazy. See how long that just took. So right. So what you do then would be every year the winner of the Pac Ten or the Pac Twelve now would play the winner of the Big Ten. And they would go to the Rose Bowl. That was the granddaddy of them all. It's the oldest bowl and whatever. Then you have the Sugar Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl. I go to the bowl. Sugar Bowl every year. The, uh, you know, mm-hmm. So these are bowl games rewarding teams, and they get paid millions of dollars to go. Like you get Not the players. Not the players. Not the players. Yeah, not the players. <laughs> but you do get a lot of swag if you're a player. Like they get iPads, iPods, uh, Beat, you know, uh, headphones. They get everything. They get to go to Disneyland. They did the whole thing. So they take care of them in that way. Okay. Now... I, I see Steven's point of paying athletes and stuff, and I, I get that, but... They get a lot back I don't know on eBay. How sure. much they can pay, they should be paid, but I think if they expand, if I was a player, say, yeah, you want to expand to eight teams or 16, whatever, then you have to pay us for being in those... You have to pay us for being in those games. What? Because, you know, that, that would be fair to me. If you're going to add four games on, they're playing a full NFL schedule. Then. They're playing 16 games if they expand. And we're not thinking about the players at this point. And we think about player safety and pro. We're not thinking about players at any point in college. Well, at any I mean, point is player safety concerned? I think so. we they they try to. I think they go too far in this sense with this targeting rule. I mean, they have to take better care of these guys to teach them and instruct them. You know, before they even get to the game. You know, the coaching part and whatever. But some of the targeting rules or the hitting and, and things are. You know, it's different now. You know, you see. But it's still, 
you look, the game has gotten, the players have gotten bigger, stronger, faster, not only in, in the pros, but obviously they're coming from college. They're, it's so hard. This is the toughest game, I think, to try to officiate, even more than hockey, Mike. And I know hockey, they bang and whatever. No, I But, I you know, agree. stick comes up, you know, it's that's a penalty, you know. But some of these things... The only call that's really, like, uh, goes either way is, like, offsides in hockey. Every every single, if it's a clean hit, if it's a catch, if it's, at, you know, like, one foot... Like, every possible play for NFL could be reviewed one way or the other. It could be. It could be. and and Or you have, like... the uh, I watched the Kansas City, the Rams-Kansas City game. That first period, that first quarter, there were penalties. And this was an all-star crew. The NFL, this is a big deal. This yeah. game was supposed to be played in Mexico, but the field was in too bad of a condition. So they <clears> moved <throat> it back to the Coliseum in, in California, in, in L.A. But and this was an all-star crew. These guys were the best at all their, you know, referees, headlinesmen, whatever. And they called penalty after penalty, right? That first quarter was like, the whole game was really are you good. kidding me? It was flags was thrown all over. It throws the, the game off. You know, that's what was bothering me about that game so much. It was just driving me crazy. How many penalties? You know, if it's not a clear drag down holding call, let it go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It just took the momentum away from the game and everything. It drove me crazy. On that, I was listening to uh, NPR this week, and they were talking about the the Monday night football game. They said it was one of the most exciting... It was very exciting. And they said it was one of the best played. It's like they said it redefined modern football. I don't understand what that, like, is well, it about? wasn't the highest scoring. Football. It was the highest scoring Monday night football game ever. And yes. High scoring Monday night. Yeah, 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 yeah just Monday night. It was the, the 773 yeah. game history of Monday night football. It was the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, but I think what you were saying before, like, I think we all agree that the college players should get paid. But as it is right now, they're not. And I think right. even if you do a playoff to eight teams, it they, A, shouldn't get paid for the games, like, just for making it to the playoff. Because then you're going to have the top-heavy teams every year. Just That's what it's going to be. Like, especially that's what we, it is anyway. Well, yeah, it's but now they're still game. not getting paid because that just makes every other team, like UCF, like you're saying, why would they even bother trying? They're undefeated for two seasons in a row. They still get overlooked every year for the playoffs. And on top of that, a bigger <coughs> burn, the team that enters Michigan, let's say, like as is, comes in with a loss. And now their players are getting paid. And your team has been perfect. And you don't get... Like, that's even more of an FU to that team for not only all of your hard work. That, but then that goes for every college. If you're not Michigan, Clemson, you know, uh, USC, Notre Dame, Alabama, you know, if you're not like Texas A&M, like, you're not going to get paid. So it's only telling you only... Because then no other college will ever get recruits because all the top-level recruits are going to go to Alabama because they're going to be in the title every year. And by the way, even That's if we win or already happened. Yeah, but even if you win or lose it now, too, those players who are already guaranteed to go in the NFL because they're on Alabama, they're also going to get paid every year. That's a little like an FU. You'd never go to any other school. And the other thing about paying them is how does a school like UCF pay an athlete the same that Alabama could pay? Now, yeah. Alabama is good now because of Nick Saban. Alabama had a... a Dark period for a while where they were under 500. They weren't making the dark. Period. You know, they. I mean, for, <laughs> for Alabama, Nick being in, in the the well, championship. But I think in, in another 15 or 20 years, I think you're going to see the NCAA. Exactly. I think I think you're going to see that, and you're going to have 64 college teams think, on their own. Exactly. It's like Notre Dame is an NCAA. independent. Yep. You're going to see, and they're going to make like 
or, or maybe they'll have 48 teams and in four different zones, east, west, north, mm-hmm. south. You're going to have like, and then four, six to the super conferences. I think that right. they'll the say, UCFs hey, look, of the world, the Boise these, States of the world are going to be done. We can fund these programs with our boosters. Right. And it'll just be an And they'll make their own contracts. Anyway. And then they may say, okay, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to pay you X amount of money for, you know, for games played. Maybe if we make the playoffs, then you start to get a, st- uh, you know, you get, you get your, your, your scholarship. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. But we'll also start paying you, and they'll do different than what they do because the NCAA is kind of a joke in, in what they do because coaches are you know in basketball there's a lot, like these coaches we've had these scandals of their paying players and they're paying the family members players or you know they're giving jobs which has been going on for forever in in college basketball it goes back to even the UCLA days with John Wooden mm-hmm. and all the talk that the boosters were paying people. To come, you know, paying these athletes to come to the school, unbeknownst to you know, it was the boosters. Now it's just shoe companies are directing kids to certain places to go, or you know, like Adidas will say, "Hey, look, you know, we can pay if you go to school X. I won't, you know, I won't name us. You know, go to school X. You're going to get, you know, money plus you're going to get all the all your sneakers, everything, everything. because a lot of kids look at what. Um, Chris Sims was on talking about he was a recruit for Texas and Texas before was an Adidas school mm-hmm. and uh, Mac Brown was the coach and said next year we're going to Nike so if you come here I promise you because I like Nike next year we're going to be Nike and that's what part of his decision was he wanted to be at a school that has Nike because he wanted to wear the gear and he knew that if he made it to the pros he could get you know, money from Nike because and 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 everyone knows that Adidas is just made better. You know, it's it's. I will only go to a school sponsored by Puma. Puma there's is no, good. There's no Puma is good. I like Skechers. I think they should have. They a, are the S. <laughs> we we put the Sketch and Skechers. Yeah. So lugs for look. Me. There's money to be made. Let's let's face Birdman it. lugs. Yes. Birdman. You know. Can we can look. we get rid of every bowl game in the and the uh, college, football, college football has to never do. get rid yeah, of bowl they games. should football has to do. They have the, to. The the two playoff games and the final title game. Yes. Those need to be the last. Why are there there's the playoffs and then there are other bowl games being played on the side. I am. Get all those bowls out of the way. Out of the way. Then you go your final Four and right. then the title game. Yep. There can't be get bowl, random bowl games happening no. after the the like. Well, that's you, what college football gets. Well, you know why they'll never get rid of all the bowl games, Michael? Because the schools get a cut. The schools them. get percentage of it, but also the the kids that aren't going to the pros or, or seniors that are graduating, they get more practices, and the coaches love that that they can get their juniors and freshmen and sophomores. They get twelve extra practices a year. To be with that team, so the coaches love it in that sense. The school loves it because do they ever play them in the game? Those kids, some like, of them will. Some of them will play, but what they do is they find even, out because not all scholarships are guaranteed. Yeah, either. but that's even worse than at that point because you're talking like, oh, if there's this game on against like you know Michigan, USC, like at this time you're going to watch it like as a casual fan. It's like right. no, but the reason one thing at least me personally I can't speak for everything. Oh, everybody, the reason why I don't watch. I will. The reason why people don't watch college football is because, all right, there's a national championship, and there's the Rose Bowl, there's the Orange Bowl, there's you know the Fiesta Bowl. It's like you never know what it is. At hey, least I love the Fiesta yeah. Bowl. It's delicious. <laughs> what, you, what you do is get rid of all those bowl games because, a, like you're saying, 
unless, you know, there's a pinstripe bowl. Unless it's the Rose Bowl, A, nobody cares. And then B, you're saying you're playing these, like, sophomores and freshmen don't get to play. So you're already watching not the best players on the team play. And then you don't, like, what does that mean as opposed to a national championship? So you just get right. rid of all the bowls, expand the playoffs thing, and make the national championship matter. Because right. it doesn't matter. Oh, I won the Rose Bowl this year. Oh, well, I won the national championship. It's like you have two Stanley Cups. Like, which one? What do you... Because you say the Rose Bowl... Well, those all don't matter. Consolations. They yeah, really... Right. Do. But, I mean, you even said, oh, the Rose Bowl before the national championship was it. It'd be like, like if that. they had, like, the, the, the Stanley Cup and it's like, and the Prince of Wales trophy. Yeah, you win the Prince game. of Wales game. Right. And, and, you know, right. yeah. It's like, because you're like, because with adding the national chi- uh, championship game, but the Rose Bowl was technically before the playoffs like the big trophy. So what does that mean to the Rose Bowl now, going forward? Like, well, does it not mean as much? It's just, like, a little weird as it, a non It means that teams are, they'll never get rid of bowls because of money. That's that's yeah. the, the bottom line. Sports, like all sports, are driven. And what football does is it funds every other college sport, like yeah. hockey, women's lacrosse, men's lacrosse. Uh, none of those are money yeah. makers. Baseball, softball. Yeah. <laughs> so if you make Michigan one year made like I think twenty something million dollars. Because they Just went to a bowl, a bowl they they, nice. they they turned the profit of that, and that funded all the sports for that school. Plus, you have like which if is you, an, another injustice. And you go to, you have a lot of people that are like boosters. Like if let's say you went to Auburn, now they're not going to go to one of the big, but they have boosters that are going to say, or let's say you're going to Iowa, right? Yeah. Now Iowa is in the Big Ten. If you finish in a certain rank. You're going to go to a bowl game, and most of the time that bowl game is going to be in Florida. So you tell your fans, say, hey, look, we're going to go. we got a package deal. You're going to leave Iowa for a week, and you're going to go down to Orlando in the sun. And we're going to take your family with you. You can have a vacation at Disney. And they make it a whole package thing. So it gets people involved in it that are boosters and just fans that's going, hey, in a way, I can go a week away in January. Through the school, they're gonna, you know, you, you, it's like when you follow the Rangers and the or, yeah. you know, what the Giants have a thing. All expenses paid. It's like all expenses it. paid. You stay at the hotel. You can bring your kids. So it's a way of getting them down there. So it, it it hits the community too, and they get a deal going through it where they might not be able to afford it. So that's what college sports does. It like Virginia Tech when Steve when you went there, you said the whole town mm-hmm. was the school. It's driven by that school. I mean, all the money basically that comes into that town is from. It's, they're in Blacksburg, right? It's basically just it 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 drives that town. So that's what college sports and that's what college football does. I mean, it just drives that community or whatever. So that's why it's such a big deal about. And there's a lot of people who could care less and probably have tuned out maybe this, but I think college football to me is is my favorite sport out of all. I watch that. I mean, I know you're a hockey guy, and you're hockey. I will say college football is the one thing that makes college sports interesting, where I'm a hockey fan. I won't watch college hockey unless it's, like, the Frozen Four. And then, like, you know, NBA, you won't watch really until March Madness, but really until the Final Four for that. But I will say they do... At least college football tries to make every game interesting at some point. They really try to rally around it. Well, that's their point. That's a good point, because that's what they say by having the rankings having these rankings, it makes a big, you know, it gets people involved in it. But when these teams don't lose and they're the same ones, like, you know, it's been the final, it's been the same four since it, it began this year. It's been Alabama, Clemson. It was 
uh, Notre Dame was four uh, at one point, then they moved up to three. So it's it's it, Georgia was in there. So now they they dropped out. But that's college sports, and that's what you know how the whole thing is driven and whatever. But that's why I love and Notre Dame's got to win just so I can see them in the playoffs again. That's what my my key is. If they could ever win the whole thing, it would be awesome. Well, that would be a national <laughs> holiday. And they were in the first me. one, right? They were in the first one. They were in the one of the first ones. They got crushed by Alabama. Yeah, that yeah. we only we, we were able to bring that. They were in one of the last ones. One of the last BCS. Right, last oh, BCS. They, BCS. they haven't national. been in this one. Yeah, they, they were. They've never been in the playoffs. They played a national championship game, though. Yes, oh, okay. but they we won't really bring that up yeah, because they rolled by the time they roll tide roll. It was really bad. Really, really a bad thing. But that's but they didn't have Ian booked that year, so who knows? That's true. <laughs> they they did not have Ian booked this year, that year. But that's to me about college sports. What I love about it, and there's a lot of things wrong with it. But you know what? When that's when they're thankful for college. I sports. am thankful for it. But when you're playing, it's like with basketball. They had scandals or whatever. But once the games start being played, people don't care. People just don't care about it. I mean, you're passionate about caring it. about the athletes, and I get it. And I really do. And then, you know, it's... I it's, want Notre Dame to win for you. I will put my injustice aside. My feeling right. of injustice look, aside. They're all, look, it's dirty. If you scratch the surface of the NCAA or whatever, it's dirty. I mean, let's face it. But it's a, when it's a billion-dollar industry, and think about it. Well, that's the thing. If it's a billion-dollar industry, pay the fucking players. <laughs> I get sorry, this isn't This isn't a semi-pro thing. This is a... It's filling up... It is a semi-pro a, thing, basically. It's not, though. It, well... This is a... Prof- ESPN's there. You got eighty thousand, hundred thousand oh, no, people get going. This coaches are getting paid. Well, it's of like dollars. the minor leagues. I'm saying of people, of, of basketball or you know whatever. Right. It's 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 a semi-pro only because you're not going to get paid what the pros get paid, but you should get compensation. But it's just trying to pay. They have a tough time playing pro ball players, though, in, in football. They don't want to guarantee a contract. Well, that's another. You know what I'm saying? So you got a guy that's a great football player that can't get his contract guaranteed. For a year or so of that. No, I, know, I didn't mean no, that. No, no, I'm saying the, the NFL is the worst than the NCAA, I think, because they are, they're a tax-exempt organization. Well, not as much anymore. That did change a little bit. Well, thank did change God. a little bit right. on that. Yeah. But we also want to give a shout-out, just to change everything, to the people that uh, you're, 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 could tell us who listens to is a very popular... Oh, oh, yeah, just a shout-out to, to Jen Jerry's Deli. Thank you. The greatest Jen deli Jerry's ever. greatest deli that Jerry's listens deli. to uh, new podcast members. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're new. They're new discoveries to the podcast. want to so get that wanna, out there. I said, appreciate that. Best no, Best deli county in the world. Another thing Absolutely. to be thankful for in our oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thankful for them every day. Yes. Because you're a big, you go there every day. Every single day. Multiple times a day. You are the man. So we yeah, appreciate that. Now, is there anything we want to add to this wonderful podcast? Anything we're thankful for, for this holiday season? Favorite uh, food at Thanksgiving time? Do we have a favorite? Like, you anything. must have Mac this food. Cheese. Mac and cheese is good. Well, I always have my traditional turkey leg. Turkey leg is big. Melissa, your favorite Thanksgiving. I know it's we, we're taking the turkey off the table, <laughs> being the vegetarian that you are. Stuffing. I guess the mashed potatoes. Ooh. I go for those. Okay. Mashed potatoes are the key. No animals were harmed. Ronan, Ronan and you know, exactly. that is also that's his favorite too. Nice, silky, and blonde. I believe so I like that it. is that silky and, and <laughs> you, silky Zach, and blonde. You, your uh, favorite turkey wing, the turkey wing and skin. 
I like the way you said that. I like the stuff. He said that was so sensual. He really did. I got a little scared there. And skin. I like that. You watch American Horror Exactly. That was like Tom Hanks doing smoking like Tommy Hanks. And skin. Yeah. And no, not Look, I like Tom Hanks. Stuffing would be my choice. I like Tom Hanks. I don't mean to put him down. Stuffing would be my choice. I like Tom Hanks. I like Tom Hanks. And there he is. We have a picture. Tom Hanks in the stuff. Mike brought it up. I could have never. I would have never. That is him. I would have never guessed who Ronan Farrow was. I just had to look him up for a second because of all the talk about him. I could have he not. He played Drake through Malfoy. <laughs> I'm also thankful for everybody around this table who oh. has enabled us. Seriously, who guys give up your time that, to do this, something for your father, I think is really great. Especially me. Stephen, who I was going to. Stephen does have to commute. If you'd let me finish, I was going to say it. And I didn't even have an extra blanket on his bed last night. He was cold. He was cold. But Stephen travels from Long Island. And he still didn't get the message. Mikey comes from where he comes from. I'm not about it, and I don't mention it. No, you don't bring it up. That's one thing about you, Stephen. You've always suffered in silence, and that's what's great about you. Stephen just suffers in silence. That's my real story. Here's the man who will, if he was a college athlete and he's playing Division One. Athletes would be getting paid oh, because he God. would not stop. Norma Ray oh, over here. This God. man would be like, if you thought the <laughs> riots in the 60s to end the war bad, Stephen playing Division One football and not getting paid, that would be solved within a week. Stephen yeah. bringing up the garbage can that getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Was a labor issue. count the steps and pay me by the step. Yeah. But I'm thankful for all you guys for doing this and your girlfriends and boyfriends and husbands for letting me... Uh, Take your time away from things. So, thanks for this. This is our Thanksgiving podcast. Jim Dizzler signing off. Thanks for listening. Good night and good luck. Good night, night and good luck. <laughs> there you go.